and welcome along to the Family and Friends podcast. My name is Maxi. I'm one of the producers here at Family Creative, and this is our new weekly podcast. Each week we plan to introduce you to some of the guys that we work with quite regularly and some people that we haven't even worked with at all yet. Our guest this week is director, Kirks. Kirks used to be an estate agent, he tells me, um, but he's broken away from that some years ago now, and he's made an entrance into the world of music videos via Grime Daily, um, and you know his, his portfolio has exploded since then, working with some of the biggest names in the game. We chat about crazy jobs, we chat about what it's like trying to manage talent on set during a music video. Please enjoy this episode of Family and Friends with director Kirks Diaz. Uh, how's it going? What have you been up to, man? Uh, yeah, it's good, man. i just um, actually taken about three weeks off work because summer was surprisingly the busiest I've ever been in my life. What? Like, busier than anything I've ever had. So I just, I guess after lockdown, after the restrictions were lifted, everybody just wanted to start shooting again. It's so crazy. What have you been doing? Back to back, just hella music videos, like <laughs> just nonstop music video, music video. So yeah. I don't know, a freestyle series as well. Um, and yeah, man, so I just took the past few weeks off to unwind, finish off all the projects and, and yeah, start like fresh again. Yeah. So what's the freestyle series? I'm not allowed to say it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Sorry, man. No, that's all right. That's all right. No, it's a common, quite a common theme. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. People have projects that they can't really not go yet. into too yeah. much detail about. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I could tell you want to tell me. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely want to, <laughs> but I just, yeah, I can't just yet. No, that's all good, man. Um, so yeah, if you had a read through the sheet, you know that on on the podcast we usually learn about people's histories, Definitely. how they got into what they're doing now, what their route was. You know, was it a happy route? Was, did it, was it you know how, how did things kind of change oh. into what you know what's going on in your life now? Like how um, did it, what, did you start studying media? Did you? So I I took media communications in uni. Okay, because. Um, I was living in Portsmouth at the time and Portsmouth was, at the time was a horrible, horrible place. And <laughs> at the time? Yeah, at the time. It's, it's a bit better now, but back then it was like, <laughs> this is like 2010. So I, I just, media communications, like I get into uni, I just needed two C's to get in. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I got in. So I, I studied that. And then from there, we kind of touched on everything. Um, but one of the things we touched on was video. And I was like, yeah, I want to do videos, but I never really knew what I wanted to do, yeah. like how, how to get into it. But yeah, so from there, I kind of just left it for a while. Became a, After I finished uni, I became an estate agent. And um, that was horrible. I was so bad at it <laughs> as well. Estate agent? Yeah, like... What made you choose estate agent? Um, I just needed money, man. And like, oh, really? It's, that quite, was, it's quite fast to get into. Yeah, fast to get into. Yeah. Needed needed money. Um, I hated it, man. I was so uh, bad at it. Where did you buy your suits? Uh, next. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I still buy my suits from Next. <laughs> yeah, same, actually. <laughs> yeah, Next are amazing. Yeah, yeah, sick. But, um, um, were you always quite a creative person? Like, even before university, in school, was there any of that coming through? Or were you just focusing on growing up, really? Uh, yeah, I mean, like, I used to play guitar and drums and a bit of bass. And when I was younger, because on my mum's side, they were rockers. So, oh, really? Yeah, so, so, like, a lot of Nirvana and Metallica and yeah, yeah. Iron Maiden and all of that was always in my grandparents' house. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, it was that. And I, I always thought I'd go into the music route, but um, I never, like, videos was never something I thought, oh, yeah, I want to I want to make videos. Mm. And, yeah, it was just kind of happened once I, I I liked it once I did it in uni mm-hmm. and then from there I just followed followed that kind of route yeah nice mate yeah. what so you did what three years in Portsmouth no I went college in Portsmouth oh yeah cool. yeah I went I went college in Portsmouth oh, and right. then um after I did college I, went, I moved to London oh, for, for uni decent mate so, what uni did you go to here 
uh, University of the Arts, uh, London College of Communication. Yeah, good. Yeah, it was it was decent, man. It was it was a good experience. Um, I mean, in hindsight, I just think with creative things, you don't necessarily need to go to uni. It's, well, this is a, yeah. It's, it's more about... We'll be here quite a lot. It's more about developing yourself as like a, a yeah, person definitely. or m- making the connections and all that kind definitely. of stuff. But that said, I, I didn't know what I wanted to do at the time. Yeah. So if I hadn't have gone to LCC, then I wouldn't know that I wanted to do videos. Of course, man. So, yeah. You kind of expose yourself to it. Yeah, definitely. And then realise you're actually kind of into it. Like, yeah, yeah. How did you start, like first start out making making films? Um, so when I was an estate agent, um, my friend... He was living in Antigua at the time and he was like, I know you hate your job. Just come and move here. We'll just take videos of nightclub events, photos. Just Sounds do it, man. Fun, and yeah. I, yeah. And I was just like, I went out to visit him and I was like, you know what? Yeah, cool. Oh, just, shit. Yeah, you I just, actually did it. Yeah, I just, I flew back and I quit that day. And my boss was like, what? And I was like, I quit. Like, I can't do this no more. I'd, I sold everything. I took out a bunch of finance. So I got a Canon 5D, a Ronin. Uh, editing computer. I didn't even know what I was doing. I just Sick. bought the stuff that I thought would yeah, work. Yeah, yeah. Got into loads and loads of debt, and then I just uh, <laughs> bought a flight out to to Antigua, and I mm. just um, stayed there for for a few months. And I, I started working on on set with like Michael Kors and Next, and I was just running, but it was an insight to to that kind of life. commercial and, production. Yeah, yeah, and it was it was dope, man. But that kind of came to an end, and I had to move back to London. And that's when I just started tweeting loads of artists. I was like, cool, music videos is probably the easiest way to get into the video route. And I just started tweeting, like I tweeted like 600, 650 artists. And um, because on LinkUp TV, it used to put all the artists' um, socials in the title. So I just went through LinkUp TV. LinkUp TV, yes, mate. So I just, I tweeted all of them. And then from there, I just got one artist to another artist. And then um, GRM Daily hit me up for some videos. And from from there, one thing led to another. And yeah, that's how I got into it. She so had like a pretty good back catalogue from all the club stuff you were doing. Oh uh, yeah, like, I mean, I can't lie. Um, at first, I I used my friend's video, and yeah. I was like, oh yeah, this is a video I shot, and I was sending it around to people. But I did the exact same thing. Yeah. yeah so, <laughs> I, but I, I mean, I got there. I, I had to do it, otherwise, no one was going to hire somebody with no experience. No, so. no, no. How did you know all the stuff to buy? Um, said, I just like, done like five D and all Ronin and all that kind of stuff. I just done like, some research. Um, and that seemed like the go-to thing mm-hmm. for videos, definitely like, mate, self-shooting yeah. videos at the time. So. so that's when like DSLRs were just kind of yeah popping off, really, like the 5D, that depth of field. Yeah, that really yeah, exactly. Nice, nice kind of film look. And Ronin as well, which kind of yeah. changed the game because everybody was on like glide cams. <laughs> yeah, 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 glide cams. I used one in uni and it was just oh, terrible. Man, so man. Shit, man. That's the one with the weight on the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the deadest little stabilizer. So. I have one of those for Outlook Festival in 2013. I, I, yeah, yeah, I yeah. used it like twice, but it's just, I don't think I ever had it balanced properly. No, it's, yeah, it's, it's just long. a bit mad. <laughs> but like gimbals are a game changer, man. They're oh, really, mate, yeah. To this day, I still I love Ronin's. Mm-hmm. I think they're, I mean, when you get onto bigger production stuff, steady cams are amazing. Yeah, of course. If, if it's just you and your camera, like a Ronin, yeah. or even there's even cheaper ones now that you can go out and. But it opens up, like for a young filmmaker, especially you don't have a big budget. Yeah, you don't have you know fancy cameras. You don't have any of this stuff. But you know, you could even hire one of those on Fat Llama. Well, that's what I was gonna say. When I first when I got into this, this was all, all late 2015. Fat Llama wasn't a thing, so mm. renting gear easily yeah. wasn't a thing. But now. Um, I don't even own a Ronin anymore. I broke, I broke like four of them. So <laughs> I was like, let me not buy another one. How'd you break four Ronins? <laughs> I've shot so many videos and then, and you just end up putting the Ronin in the backpack, not carrying it in the case and oh, from location yeah, to yeah. location. Um, so yeah, Fat Llama is like, I've, I just rent everything on Fat Llama now if, I, if I'm shooting things myself. 
Casual, man. So it's, it's yeah. good, man. Yeah. So you reached out to 650 artists. Yes. Um, I didn't get many replies, but no. <laughs> got like one or two videos off that. That's still pretty good, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, that's it's still like pretty hard graph, though. Yeah. Like, reaching out to that many people. Like, what was your... So you came back from Antigua. Yeah. How long were you there for? Uh, like four months. Okay. So it wasn't it wasn't a huge time, but... Were you like working quite a lot when you were there? Oh, yeah. I, I ended up doing more of the running stuff than actually filming clubs. Okay. Um, and someone hit me up one day. I was like, yo, we need a runner on this Michael Kors set. You like videos, right? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, man. You like videos. And I just, uh, I was just really good at, at running. Yeah. And then I just ended up getting hired for all the shoots that came into Antigua. I was always requested like, oh, like we want- Why, why do you think that is? I just, just anything that anybody needed, I was just, just ran to them. I was like, do you need anything? So you're like you attentive, you've got a good yeah. energy, you're friendly, yeah, talk exactly. to everyone. Yeah, just, just run around. Like I'm so lucky to be in that position. Like mm. so many people would love to be in the Carib Caribbean <laughs> running on set on it. Like <laughs> all the sets were on the beach. So, you oh, know, mate. One, one of the days I was asked to just hold a boat in place in the water. And I, <laughs> I'm like, yo, this is the dream. And I'm getting paid well for it as well, right? <laughs> Especially compared to local local pay. So, you know, yeah. I'm living good out there. Life's good. It was it was sick. Did you just jump straight into directing? Or did you have to kind of, did you work as an AD or anything, no, anything so like that? Really? I just went into like straight self-shooting, uh, charging like 150 quid a music video. Not even that, I think like 125 pound a music video. Okay. Just trying to get clients and learn how to shoot. And I'm learning and shooting all at the same time right so i didn't have another job but i tried i tried to get a job as a i worked in a in a warehouse but i lasted like two days and then i, I called in sick and then i was like no i have to make music videos work <laughs> I, I can't i can't work in this warehouse man so no. um yeah so i just did, like went straight into it and it was slow man i can't lie i was really lucky that the the people around me like really looked after me especially my girlfriend yeah um she was just working extra hard to make sure that I could just focus on videos and and not have to take another job. Yeah, yeah. You know, so so I, she was like sort of backing you up in, in that. Yeah, hundred well. oh, percent. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. That's cool. To this day as well. So yeah, 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 like she she always got my back when you know that's sometimes awesome. things don't go smoothly. So she's there just like making sure that I don't stress out too much. And yeah, it's it's not an easy thing, man. You know, some people don't have that kind of you know that support and they have to give it up and they have to go and work in that warehouse. Yeah, yeah, and definitely. Twenty years later, it's still the same. Yeah, definitely. So right. I was lucky that mm. like her, my parents, her parents, everybody around me was just really my, all my friends yeah they were like yo you got this man like all supporting me sharing all of my stuff online sick so yeah yeah have you got quite a lot of mates that are into the same thing as you like did you have like a, a group of you guys really? no, you're like, a solo guy yeah yeah so Wait, I've, ballsy, I've made a man. few yeah I, I mean i've made obviously now i've made a few friends that of course yeah they're yeah. definitely lifelong friends that i've made from the industry but mm. if, if we're talking about friends from before i even got into this no yeah. all my friends are, are all they're all nine to fivers Wow. And they all they all do their thing and I'm the only one that does You must have come close to sort of giving it up sometimes, man. Like No, do you know what it was? Because I I hated estate agencies so much. I was like, yo, I can <laughs> you never just, you ever just remember that. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I think about when I'm 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 like, oh, this is so stressful. <laughs> I just think, oh, I, I could be doing a estate agency. <laughs> yeah. Remember that guys. Remember yeah, yeah. That one. yeah. No, I mean, obviously, yeah, if, if you're happy doing a estate agency, course, that's fine, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I wasn't, so that's <laughs> I just needed to make sure that I do something that I like. 
Yeah, I can't imagine you trying to sell me a house, you know. Oh, I was so bad at it, man. I was, <laughs> I was literally so bad. How long were you doing it? I, I had like nine months, man. Really? Yeah, I was really, really, really bad. So, <laughs> what made you a bad estate agent? I just, I can't lie, man. Honestly, that's, <laughs> that's it. I actually can't lie. And you know, you're walking into this like block of flats, and there's pigeons flying around it, uh, and and you're like, yeah, this is an amazing property. Local wildlife. Yeah, great value for money. Amazing location. And it's like, I can't do that. I can't look somebody in the eyes no. and tell them that this is amazing. And there's literally bird shit on the handles to like, <laughs> on the, on the, going up the stairs. You know what I mean? So. so you got two videos off those, you know, your technique of like reaching out to just loads of people, sort yeah. of like carpet bombing the music scene that you were into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What were the two videos you got? Um, I got one from an uh, artist called Solly, Souls Now. And um, yeah, I was just working with him doing some, we'd, we'd done like a hood video in in Elephant and Castle and South Bank, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the skate park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was cool. And then another artist called AIM, which was in a studio, a white studio. And oh, I like had no idea how to light it. I was so bad, but it came out decent considering <laughs> we did like a two day shoot. Yeah. Um, I was so nervous, but you know, it came together. And then from there, some of it, like their friends saw the videos, hit me up, it went online. Another, I went to like random networking events as well where artists who were up and coming were and, okay. and just got a couple of videos from there. And mm. uh, yeah, just obviously one thing leads to another. And I'm like, I just like I try and be a, a good person with my work, you know? So mm. if I say I'm going to do something, I do it, I get it done as quickly as possible. And, and that means a lot, especially in hood videos where there's not a lot of rules or like... I think everyone probably yeah. comes with there's probably a lot of guys out there who come with like some big ideas yeah yeah, and yeah. just don't follow through yeah 100 like do you hear a lot about that yeah um yeah and and no i think one of the things is just like people doing videos and then taking months to give it back mm. or not giving it back at all and the artists already paid them so those are the kind of things that i know artists they're worried when they're handing over their money, like, are they, they're thinking, is this guy going to give me my video? Yeah, Especially yeah. if they don't know you, you don't have a reputation, you've got like a hundred followers on Instagram. <laughs> you're, not a, you're not a reputable person it's yet. It's a bit of a gamble. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, that's the thing that I think mm. people are most worried about when yeah. they're working with new directors. I think it's like a big, from what I've seen in music, it's massively like word of mouth. Yes. Um, so like, I don't know what people expect if you go in and you kind of, you don't deliver surely that's you done like yeah yeah and no because i don't know if you're if you're doing this to maybe a smaller artist mm. but then people see your name on a a lot of people don't know that small artist right but your name's on some some other artists that are really big they're just gonna see you thinking you're oh this person's only doing big artists i want to yeah, hit this person true. up so i mean there's a lot of stories I've, I've always tried to be like as as good as possible when it comes to work so um, but yeah, I hear a lot of things from artists that I've worked with and their mm. dealings with like self-shooters and stuff. Yeah, nice. What was the first video like that you shot? One, uh, of, his one of his music videos? What was, what was the concept? Like, it was just like a performance. Um, yeah, we went to South Bank. Yeah. I uh, shot the skateboarders. Uh, it was nighttime, so we had the, the light in, model. Mm -hmm. uh, I was so nervous, man. I was just like, oh, can you, do you mind doing this? Yeah, like, <laughs> so no, now I'm on set, I'll be like shouting at everybody, yeah, telling everybody yeah, yeah. what to do. But yeah, I think, I think you grow confidence 
over it comes with time uh, yeah yeah definitely so if you don't if you have too much confidence and you don't have the experience people are like this yeah. guy's a dickhead man yeah, like, yeah he yeah. thinks he knows everything he's shouting at everyone and like he's not even doing it right and definitely stuff. everybody has to kind of start off a bit quiet 100 percent. but then there's the other way around where people take you for a dickhead yeah because you're, <laughs> you're quiet and then they're like get this get that and you're like you know in, inside that you don't need to get yeah. a, a shot of i don't know a padlock on the side of a door but <laughs> They're like, get that, get this, get that. And you're out shooting till four in the morning mm. and you're dying. You just want to go home. So uh, oh, now it's finding a balance between, you know, just getting the right shots that you need and, and directing people and, yeah. and knowing how to, yeah, to talk to people on set. Yeah. yeah. Is it like, um, I've not, I've, I've worked on a couple of music videos. I've actually done, you know, scraps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did yeah. like three or four of his here at Family Crate. Okay, yeah, I've seen them. Yeah, I've seen them. Yeah, yeah. The helicopters, Rolls yeah, Royces, yeah, yeah. all this crazy shit. Like it's it's a fun atmosphere, man, but it's different. Like yeah. it is different. Like you you have to very much follow like the artist pace, yes. I find. Yes. Um, if they don't want to do something, me asking them to do it five times, like they're not. They're not going to do it. Yeah. No, they're, they're chilling over here for half an hour. They're going to have a little spliff. They're going to like chill yeah. out, have some food. Do you, do you ever struggle with that sometimes? Because um, it's like, you've got so much going on in your head and you're going to run out of time eventually. Yeah, I think it's just about <clears throat> talking to the artist and, and telling them like, cool, we don't have to do this shot, but at the end of the day, it's your video. It's, it doesn't, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not going to affect me. It's how you're going to look on screen and and what and it's what people are going to see. And that usually kind of switches them on. It's yeah. Like, right, come like, on now, let's keep going, let's keep going. If it's not a label paying, it's them paying. Yeah. I'm like, bro, you're you're wasting your money. Like everybody else is still going to get paid. So mm. I want you to have a sick video, but if you don't want to do these certain things, that let's find something else that, or, or trying to find a compromise. Mm. Maybe they're uncomfortable with one scene and it's just about talking to them, finding out what it is they don't like and and removing that aspect from the shot so yeah, that yeah. they will do it. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Kind of coax it out of them a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it is a bit of a gray area because they're musicians. They're not yeah. actors. They're not, you know, they're not trying to like, you know, do anything like that, but they're just... Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a, it is a funny one, but it's it's quite fun though. Doing yeah, music videos is wicked, man. It's funny. It's funny you say that as well because um a couple a couple weeks ago or in just like end of August I did a fashion video mm. and that was like completely different. It was yeah. nine till five, super strict. Everything's like <laughs> timed and bang 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 yeah. bang bang bang. Yeah, it's, there was you've got the models who the models are there to do exactly what they're told. Everything's laid out already, mm -hmm. so that was completely different to the music video world, where it is, yeah, yeah, more on the artist time. Mm. And you got like, getting into more like fashiony stuff or editorial or commercial um, stuff recently? Not really. It was just a, a friend of a friend hit me up and was like, "Yo, we need a um, someone to shoot a fashion video for us. It's super last minute. Can you do it?" And yeah. I was just thinking, "Yo, this uh, this sounds kind of cool." So <laughs> yeah, cool. Why not? Nice man. Um, what was the concept? Where where were you shooting? Um, we was in a house in Dulwich in South London. Okay. And it was just, they were just, it was a cashmere clothing company. Right. So it was, they, it was the same day they were doing the photos for their, for their catalog, mm. but they wanted the video version of all their photos as well. Oh, okay. So it was just really nice stuff. Loads of like smooth, slow-mo cutaways. Yeah, nice. Nice house. Yeah, proper nice house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some, yeah banging, mate. That sounds so cool. It was, yeah, it was fun, man. It was different yeah. though. So. Um, yeah. Well, um, so you like, you did those first two music videos that you got, um, what was your kind of next phase in your in your career? Would you say? Um, you, this is still 2010. 20, no, no, this is 2016. At this 26, point, 2016. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, right, yeah. right, right. Um, 2016. Um, yeah, man. GRM uh, hit me up and mm -hmm. they they said, "Yo, we've seen some of your work. Um, can we send you out to do a couple of videos?" 
um, I was like, yeah, of course, man. Mm. The, the first one I got was a drill video in A Town in Brixton, and I was I was kind of I was kind of scared. I can't lie. <laughs> <laughs> I brought one of my friends with me because I was like, <laughs> it was like A Town's notorious, right? So um, we went down there, and uh, it actually went really smooth. The guys were so nice. Yeah. Um, done this drill video for them. GRM were really happy with it, and then they hit me up for a couple other videos. I went to Sheffield for Mike Righteous. I done a Jay Silver video. Uh, Jay Silver was my first million views. Mm -hmm. um, and then they hit me up one day, a, a guy called Sakib at GRM. Um, he's, he's the kind of guy who, he was the first guy to really hit me up from GRM. He's like, yo, I've got this video for you. Do you, do you want to do it? It's like, it's really random. It's about Addison Lee's. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, cool. Like, let's, let's go. And um, I shot the video a couple of days later. It came out and it just, it just went crazy. Like, yeah, that yeah. video was a big turning point in terms of uh, Notes' career. Uh, and then my career and kind of everybody around it kind of did a lot for the industry as well all, all the visuals went from like like gritty hood videos of matrix numbers going across the screen and random glitches to really smooth everybody started doing afro bashment mm. um yeah man that was a lot of people hit me up after that as well a lot of up and coming artists and from there i started getting more views on my videos and yeah, more people yeah. started hitting me up which was what's it like really just nice. watching some of your work explode like that um oh, oh bro, that was like <laughs> you're just constantly checking it was checking more Twitter, like checking I, the gram like like the week before i was literally like begging people to do like oh come on bro like let's book this in and then i've got people like who i've never heard of calling my phone they managed to get hold of my number they're like yo bro i need a video <laughs> I, I was so stressed like all my dms flooded everything emails i i, I didn't know how to cope with it so yeah. it was it was a really it wasn't like a gradual thing it was a really like like bang like yeah, zero to a hundred. Yeah, yeah. Zero How did to you manage to filter it? Like, what did you do? Um, it like you, you, you're literally seeing this just loads of opportunity just kind of throw itself at you. Some of it's going to be legit. Some yeah, of this yeah. is going to be like people being like, "Oh, make my video." Like, I just took everything, man. Really? Like as much as I could, I could handle. I just booked like two months in advance. Okay. I just took everything that I could and just started banging out, churning out videos because mm. it's kind of. If, if everybody's seen your name all the time popping up on a on on YouTube, it's it's free marketing because well you're getting paid to do videos and your name's getting put on the front of these videos that are getting tens to hundreds of thousands to millions of views. It's a good look. So the more videos you can do, the more people see your name. Of course. Uh, yeah, that's mm. what kind of what I was I was aiming aiming yeah, for. What about you? You just you mentioned like you got your first million on uh, one of the videos that you made. Yeah, yeah. Is that like a big milestone? How, uh, yeah, how man. Make you feel? Uh, yeah, so so happy. I was the the previous milestone was seventy two thousand. So oh, really? it was like a huge a bit of a jump. Yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> huge jump. So okay, I was well. I was super happy with that mm. one, man. That was a nice feeling. And obviously, again, like I said, people started hitting me up a lot more for for work once they've seen you've done a video because a lot of people they won't even ask oh, can I see your videos? The first thing they ask is, oh, who have you shot? Yeah. So they don't even care about the, like the visuals themselves sometimes. So uh, so if you've got people who are getting millions of views, it's just easier to yeah. get more clients. If I'm if I'm looking for a music video and ask you, who have you shot? Yeah. But who are like the first five guys that you say? Um, guys I'd or girls? Uh, I'd say, I'd say I shot a lot of artists in the UK scene. I, I've worked with uh, Mabel, Notes, um, I done all the daily duppies, so that included like Jay Haas, Mostak, mm -hmm. um, H. Uh, yeah, man, I I just load like loads of artists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So um, nice one, man. Yeah, man. Were there any um, any shoots that kind of went wrong for you? 
Um, Do you learn anything from them? You yeah. say you've like gone to some like dodgy places. Yeah, I, but, I think uh, actually the first one where I, um, where I had a DOP, it was Andy actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'd we'd been sent to it was me, Marissa, and Andy, and we'd been sent to Croatia for this for this video. Sick. And um, oh, this is with Chip. Yeah, with yeah, Chip and Koja. Yeah, 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 that, yeah, that was really hard because it was like. Everyone, we it was a the first time artists are really getting money for music videos. So mm-hmm. we, we've got a yacht out in Croatia, and it just kind of turned into a party. And we're not getting the shots that we needed, and it was it was really <laughs> difficult because. But none of us have ever been in a situation where we're on a yacht in Croatia. No. So it's it's it was hard to to manage. What was it? What were you supposed to be shooting? And we're supposed it to be. Was supposed to be a party on a boat. Yeah, but. it was supposed to be a party on a boat. But obviously, now if I was going to shoot a party on a boat, set stuff up. So. Yeah, it was set stuff up. I'll probably tell people like, "Yo, don't drink," mm. uh, or wait till the end of the shoot before you start drinking. But yeah. we were on this boat for eight hours, and by the end of it, everybody's just proper drunk. Absolutely. Um, yeah, and it's not obviously it's not their fault. Like they they're on a yacht in Croatia, yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah. But um, I learned a lot as a director in in terms of okay, the cool. This is how I need to manage people on set mm. and. Um, and yeah, really, that was really a hard lesson mm. because we came back from Croatia and we we're like, yo, we don't have enough footage. Like Shit. all the footage is a bit messy. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was a really Did you make one. it work? What yeah, we made it outcome? work. Um, I think they, they got some some more shots in a studio in London to add into it. I was a bit gutted because they didn't hit me up for that one. But, you know, it's you learn from these these mistakes and and I've never made that same mistake again, you know. So, yeah, sure. Um, yeah, it was, yeah, that was that was the one that was like, oh man. You always got to try and maintain a little bit of control. I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I've noticed it on set, like it is a kind of party vibe. Yes, it's like with music videos because it's all their mates. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, we're doing a music video. It's gonna be fun. Calm yeah. down. You know, we got some nice cars, or we've got mm-hmm. loads of fucking booze. Yeah, we got yeah, some yeah. girls coming down, and it is basically just a party. A party, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's one one thing I just say to artists now is like, yo this isn't a party. This is your music video. So yeah. obviously enjoy yourself, have fun. But if you're going to start drinking, wait till later in the Stay day. Stay professional. Yeah, let's just yeah. get the shots, make your... Because music videos aren't as cheap as they used to be either. So artists now, you've got, you've got independent artists dropping like four or five grand on a video, which for an independent artist is yeah, like, that's, that's a, a lot, lot of money. money. Yeah. So I'm like, yo, just... I don't want you to waste your money, but I, if you guys are all drunk, then mm. I, there's only so much that I can do, right? Yeah. So it's just about talking to the artist beforehand, letting them know what the deal is of the day. And then obviously let them have fun. Yo, like you've you got to catch the party, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but it's just making sure that you get all the other shots first. So yeah. I always make sure that any solo shots, any setups that I need to like, that have nothing to do with the party I get first, then the party performance scenes and then cool like cutaways of the party then yo you guys can all drink have fun whatever (laughs) we've got an hour left let's get all the party shots just enjoy yourself wicked man what's been like the craziest shoot you've done where you've kind of taken a step back and been like what the fuck is going on here how am I I being paid to do this like I just yeah like you've just loved it Um, I think it's pretty much every shoot that I do abroad really Um, yeah and I've you just love to travel yeah I love to travel man like in, I was in Jamaica last year and, and I was shooting in Jamaica and I was just thinking, yo, <laughs> I'm in Jamaica. I'm, yeah. 
this is crazy. We got we went all over the island. We saw the beautiful side. We were oh, shooting man. in the hood as well. Sounds amazing. Um, we, everyone we was with was was local, so they're taking us to all the parties. And I'm just yeah, thinking, yeah, yeah. this is the life, man. <laughs> and I've been Dubai loads of times for work, uh, Tokyo, Zanzibar, like all places that I would never. It's not somewhere you go. Oh yeah, I'm going to Zanzibar for holiday, right? You mm. you never think. Oh yeah, one day I might go to Zanzibar. So for me, going to Zanzibar that was that was crazy, man. So we've heard a little bit about your history, Kirk, um, your professional history, how you started out. Yeah. What kind of things are you like moving into now? What have been your most recent projects that you've really enjoyed? And what kind of things are you going in for at the moment as a director? So um, it, with the whole lockdown thing, that kind of messed up my whole plans and your everything. Momentum. And, yeah, yeah. So coming back from, from lockdown, when lockdown restrictions lifted, it was just about, yo, I need to make as much money as possible. I, I kind of had to put passion and creativity to the to the side mm -hmm. and it was just about getting my name out again working hard yeah. and you know obviously still delivering quality products yeah but it's i couldn't be fussy with what creative angles i was going down it was like if someone wants a hood video they want a hood video if someone wants a party video they want a party video and i'm just going to give everybody what they want um so yeah but now after i've done like the whole summer of that i've just taken a step back i'm trying to focus on getting bigger budgets, being more creative with my sets, um, focusing on art departments, nicer locations, just just concepts that are, are just a bit different, man. Um, I, I, I love doing hood videos every now and then because yeah. it's, it's just really fun to go back to how raw it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's only so much creativity you can put into a hood video. So um, yeah, just focusing on, on kind of the bigger budget stuff and pitching a lot more with labels, okay. which is... What kind of ideas have you had recently in terms of like bigger budget? Is there anything like, is there a concept you've had in your mind for like the last couple of years that you really want to do, but um, you haven't been able to yet? Not so much that. It's just, so I was really fortunate that, um, obviously I spent a lot of time in Antigua because when I went to Antigua, that wasn't the first time I'd been there. I'd been out nearly every summer for a few years before that. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, with my friends, we'd stay up to six weeks out there and just yeah, have like yeah. a sick time. And then I went to school in Spain, uh, in Barcelona and Valencia. So, so I was my like my upbringing when I think about fun times I think about um just being free like beaches palm trees yeah, um yeah. like convertible four by fours <laughs> you know like that that you know that island life yeah. feeling so when I when I go to do videos videos I, I really love to base things around that like I love being by the beach and beautiful scenery and that kind of stuff mm. so th that's what I I like taking my video like the route that I take my videos down but obviously being in London and being in London with all these restrictions it's really yeah. hard to it's not quite as tropical here yeah it's not as tropical no. it's hard to fly out at the moment so yeah. I've been really going for like studio kind of vibes mm -hmm. um my dad's from Argentina so I grew up with a lot of Spanish music I listen to a lot of reggaeton nice. their videos are super glossy studio yeah. videos so um I really get a lot of inspiration from Latin artists and try and bring that kind of s clean style to London it's not always like sometimes people are like, yo, that's too clean, man. We just want a gritty hood video. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. oh, man, I just want to do like a wavy studio video. But, you know, you not like try and mix the two a little bit. Yeah, it's about mixing the two, yeah. finding a, a compromise and convincing artists or yeah. their managers like, yo, let's take it up and uh, like an, another level and try something. away yeah. from, from hood videos, you know. Absolutely, man. Yeah, so what um, what kind of projects have you, have you got on at the moment? Um, I got a project with Rams and SK on 
on Wednesday, actually. It's quite a big one. Um, been dealing with art department and, you know, it's like, this is really art department heavy. So it's been deciding where, how we're going to use the budget taken. So I, I really wanted like certain pieces of kit. Yeah. But I have to sacrifice those pieces of kit. For the art. Yeah, for yeah. the art because... I'd that rather have expensive man. Yeah, yeah. it's expensive, and but I'd mu- like I'd much rather have an amazing piece of content on screen that looks amazing yeah, yeah, than yeah. have an amazing lens with nothing on screen. Yeah, Do you get it. So yeah, uh, yeah, it's kind of <laughs> you just have to, It's learning how to make these sacrifices and and what will be better for the video as a whole. Nice man. Um, and yeah, just little other bits and bobs here and there. So mm-hmm. next section is yeah. What would your advice be? to any sort of young people wanting to go out there and maybe start making music videos or um, anything or any young estate agents, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I, I'd just say just just get out there and do it. you got Fat Llama. Fat Llama is super cheap. You can rent a camera and a Ronin for like 60 quid or probably less now, like 50, 50 quid. And just start shooting videos for like anybody you can really. Just hit artists up and just do it for free. Like it sucks, but... It's a, you just have to think of it as an investment and you haven't got anything to invest. So you're investing your time mm-hmm. and you just keep on doing free videos until eventually people start hitting you up. And then maybe you charge 50 pound a video mm-hmm. just to cover your your equipment that you're renting. Yeah. And then once enough people are hitting you up, you can charge a hundred pound a video, 200 pound <laughs> a video. And it, that's, that's what I tell like, when people hit me up and ask me, that's why I tell them just keep on, every time you start getting busy, up your price like 50 pound and then just keep on doing that, keep on doing that. But okay always make sure that every video you do, you do, you're learning from it. So you, you think, oh, this is what's made this video really good. Or this is, I didn't like this part of the video, so I'm not going to do that again. Or these angles, yeah. just make sure that you're constantly trying to improve yourself and mm-hmm. improve your videos. Because I think I'm saying this as if you're trying to get into music videos through the self-shooting route and then working up to director position, because that's the route that I took. Obviously yeah. there's the route you take where you can start mm-hmm. running on set and, being on like professional sets and coming a camera assistant and I didn't take that route because I just wanted to be out there. You knew what you wanted to do. Yeah. I wanted to be shooting. I didn't want to be running forever. So, Mm. um, yeah, but both are valid routes. It's just down to what you want to do. But if you want to do the self shooting route, just make sure that you're constantly improving, uh, constantly getting your name out there. Mm. Branding is everything. So just, uh, I'd say make sure you're a personal brand rather than naming yourself like, I don't some I don't know just like, like a and, company and, name yeah a company yeah, name yeah. give you like use your your name or if you don't think your name sounds good uh make up a name <laughs> yeah, my name's it. not real <laughs> <laughs> so what well, uh I know some people really sort of benefit from having other you know contemporaries around them that are trying to do the same thing mm-hmm. especially when you're coming up bouncing yeah. ideas off each other definitely if you didn't have that what was your kind of um, what was your process in terms of, you know, staying, staying motivated, uh, make sure you keep learning. How did you learn new things? Like, were you just always teaching yourself? Like, what would you um, say to people who might be in that position now? I just watched a lot of YouTube videos, okay. um, or watching like American directors, what they're doing, like yeah, American yeah. videographers. Uh, there was a couple tutorial, like music video tutorial guys, like uh, Creative Ryan, a uh, YC Imogen, um, they have some dope videos still they're still out there dope videos and then once I started becoming a bit more serious and other directors saw that yo this isn't just a guy who's just doing it to make some quick piece yeah, yeah. Um, when I reached out to other directors they'd be like oh yeah man your work's dope uh, and I, was, I start talking to them like that like um 
You already have that kind of creative currency. And yeah, so they know, of, oh, he's serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, you get a lot of people, as a director, you get a lot of people hitting you up, asking for advice, and you give them advice, and then they never reply. Okay. And you're like, oh, like I just wrote like two paragraphs, <laughs> about, and you're just ignoring me. I thought it was going to be a conversation. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So once, once you see someone serious, or once someone sees you're serious, I'm like, Wawa, for example, he's directed some dope videos, and after maybe six, seven months of like serious work, I just hit him up. I was like, yo, man. Like, I love your work. And he's like, yeah, man, I've seen your work. And from there, our friendship grew. We ended up going to LA together, shot some videos out there. And, nice. How was that? Um, yeah, that was dope, man. Like, yeah. we went, what do, you like, do you like LA? Because I've, I've, I've never been, but I've heard like, mixed things. Some people are like, it's the best place. Stuff. It's so cool. Like, it's proper stylish. It's proper vibey. Other people are like, it's dead. Um, yeah, man, it's it's different. It just depends what you're doing. I've, I've been yeah. twice now. I, I, I was I went just before lockdown actually. I came down back the day before lockdown. Mm. And um that was like so sick, man. I yeah. just food is amazing. It's it's so like if you knew some people there were like did you Oh yeah, we we had some cuz okay. it was funny the the week that I flew out um Capone mm. the director was there and he's he's my boy. Um my producers were there cuz we're under the same production company. So it, it was lucky I went with one of my boys as well and then my missus flew out. Okay. And so it, over the, I was there, ended up being there for like three weeks and I just had, <laughs> I had loads of fun. It was just amazing. Oh, mate. That um, sounds banging. Yeah, it was sick. But it's, it's one of those places that it's like London, it's expensive. So yeah. to just go out and if you're just going to go and walk around, like obviously they've got the beach and and Santa Monica and mm. all of those kind of things, Runyon Canyon, free things to do. But if you just want to experience the city, it, it does get a bit expensive. You're going out for dinner, food is the same price or similar price to London. Yeah. Um, it's a, it's a lot harder to find food like we have here. Like I just love chicken and rice and just finding like some good chicken and rice yeah. out there. I ended up eating at a Somali spot quite a lot because really? uh, uh, yeah, it was the only place I could find because they love fast food out there. Of course. So um, a lot of it's just like dry foods and all really expensive, healthy food. So mm. finding a nice balance. Is, <laughs> you need to find something in the middle. Yeah, yeah. But so. it's, a, it's a dope city. It's, parties are crazy. Um, loads of creatives. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just it's so different to England, man. It's like, we speak the same language and that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Culturally, it's a different a different world. Do you prefer the vibe there? Um, it's just different, man. Yeah. It's different. I'm. I'd say I'm really British, mm -hmm. so I'm used to Londoners. I know. Yeah, yeah, I, I know yeah. my way around London. I know yeah, how sure. Londoners are. Whereas out there, it's like people are super enthusiastic. Like, hey, man, how are you? Yeah, it's a bit mad. Man. Yeah, <laughs> and you're, just, you're just in the petrol station, you know. Like, <laughs> so it's enjoying up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's really, it's really different. But once you kind of get past that and just get used to it, it's, it's really nice to be there. Okay, nice. Um, second to last thing, do yes. you are you working on any like passion projects at the moment? Do you, you know, away from maybe the music, anything else like that? But like. Do you ever like make make anything other you know in your own in your own time using your own equipment or like? Um, so I'm actually working on um, putting together some stuff to start moving into hotel videos. Okay. Uh, I want to do like luxury resort and hotel lifestyle videos. A All friend right. and I, um, just because I love traveling mm -hmm. and. I love staying in hotels yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I love making videos. So it kind of just made, it made sense. sense. It's like a small market. Obviously right now it's a bit more difficult with everything that's going course, on. We can't yeah. travel, but I mean, that's the, I'd like, that's something that I'd like to be doing on the side along with, with music videos. So, cause music videos, like I said, it's, it's amazing, but I don't want to do it every single day. I want to have something where you need to switch it up man. yeah definitely man. having a bit of variation in the things you're doing yeah sometimes yeah. it can be a bit boring yeah if you're doing something a bit slow or 
but then when you do get something that you really enjoy mm-hmm. you enjoy it all the more because Definitely. you've gone through all the fucking boring stuff yeah or, you know all that kind of shit and but i feel like if you take time away from one thing when you come back you appreciate it again you're like That's yeah it. i'm excited to shoot yeah again yeah, yeah. you know what i mean i'm excited to do a hood video again have a dumb <laughs> one for three months or something so nice mate yeah um all right cool uh lastly do you want to plug any of your socials or your instagram handle where can people you know see your videos all this kind of stuff um yeah man uh, my instagram is kirks diaz that's k-i-r-x-d-i-a-z and most of my work's on on instagram man mm-hmm. uh, my website www.kirks.co.uk so and yeah all my stuff's there nice one man well big up Kirks nice one, man. thanks Thank for coming for in me. and uh, I'll check you soon cheers man that is all we have time for this week on the podcast guys but please subscribe to ensure you catch all of our future episodes you can also follow us on Instagram at family and friends that's F-M-L-Y and friends all one word for news on our new community hub And please also check out our main page at Family Creative, that's on Instagram, or our main website, family-creative.com. We'll catch you next time.